one of the focuses, something else that we have given a lot of time to, Kempe, is Sale GP. It has, and while Stephen Clay will be sinking threes against LeBron and the Lakers at Chase Centre this weekend, Blair Took and Team New Zealand will be looking to claim their first ever Sale GP title just down the road in San Francisco. Love that song too. They'll be the main spectacle in New Zealand and will look to confirm their spot in the grand final on Sunday against the iconic backdrop of the Golden Gate Bridge. Hopefully Blair's taking a surfboard because he's a wave under that. All going well. They'll line up in the last race for the season for the right to be called Sail GP Season 3 champions. Blair took. he's the big dog alongside Pete Burling in the New Zealand Sail GP machine and he joins us on the phone line now. Morena, Blair, how are you this morning? Yeah, Morena, boys. Good, thank you. Yourselves? Yeah, we're doing well. Whereabouts are you? Have you been up all night following along with John Riddler's um, um, quite incredible task? Yeah, it's uh, certainly was hard to get a uh, good night's sleep, but um, about to head out actually onto the Hauraki Golf and um, uh, check in with him. So, yeah, it's an inc- uh, unbelievable. I've been, you know, we've obviously known about it for the best part of six months, but even as he's going through it, it's pretty um hard to fathom just you know what he's putting himself through mentally and physically um yeah it's unreal i'm just yeah, absolutely loving it and for him to be doing it under the live ocean banner and you know bringing much needed awareness to the hodaki golf um that's yeah it's epic yeah so just a little bit of context for everybody if you missed us last hour and we've caught up with john owen we're all in awe of what he's doing he is 21 hours 13 minutes through his swim he's done 64 kilometres, he's got just under a marathon to go 39.4 kilometres and, and this is all to raise awareness around the state of the Hodaki Gulf, so quite amazing really, and, and live ocean Blair, people might see it on the GP boat or on your wetsuits or have heard about it but do you just want to give us a bit of a reminder of what you and Pete have created and why supporting people like Jono is so important to you? Yeah, so marine uh, live ocean is a marine conservation charity that well, we founded three and a half years ago and it's all around trying to improve the the health of our oceans and um i guess what john is doing now is something that we always thought we'd have was um other ocean champions you know using their platform or taking on epic challenges and then using that to then uh, shine a light on what's going on below this surface and and try and bring real change so I've probably, you know, John has set the bar pretty high for people outside of uh, sailing. You know, we've had other other ocean champions in sailing or uh, around that, but um, you know, he's really set the bar pretty high for um, our first kind of real ocean champion coming in. Um, so yeah, couldn't be proud of these doing it uh, under the live ocean banner. And yeah, I mean, just the whole thing's been been epic. And um, yeah, can't you know, it's a huge day for him today. But he's got th- got through the night. Um, it's not straightforward swimming out there the weather window is pretty tight so um had to, we had to pull the trigger and try and get between these two um weather systems but uh right now he's probably about 15 knots of northerly breeze so at least it's going the right way but there's a bit of swell and wind out there well he may have set the bar high but you guys get a chance to set it even higher this weekend Blair, when you could uh head over to San Francisco. I think you guys are leaving tonight aren't you and uh mate how good is it having Blair Took talk to you about your swim yeah, no, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure the Riddler in there um, swimming would be quite quite happy that you're given the I uh, get the running commentary of his uh, his effort. But you guys got a big effort coming up of your own, haven't you? Yeah, we certainly have. Uh, yeah, grand final weekend here in, in San Francisco. In San Francisco, um, yeah, we're off tonight. So yeah, the whole season's been gearing towards this. The team's you know you know done some awesome work to you know get some 
uh, race weekend wins uh, really build and you know heading in we're, we're pretty excited we've you know it's taken a lot of work to be able to be in the position to have a shot at winning and you know we've still got a, a big chunk of work to do to be able to do that um, with the qualifying races or the normal five fleet races throughout the weekend which that'll then be added to the uh, or the, the f- finish, finishing places after that will be added to the season score and from there we'll take the top three boats into the into the final so um, yeah big big five races to begin with and then um, hopefully win that final race and have a shot at the title Lee, I know you you guys have known about the the way that it's set up and you know how it's a shootout for every, the rules haven't changed everybody's known about it is what I'm saying but as you get closer to it does it start to get a bit weirder that it is just a straight shootout or you have thought about it enough that it just is what it is and it doesn't even cross your mind twice now yeah, probably the latter. Um, it is different for us as sailors. We're used to doing, um, I guess, the sport in general is is um, previously been built around like I think um, consistency across races. And when you're using Mother Nature, you, you know, there's always little wind shifts or things where you maybe don't, you know, you doesn't always go to plan. Um, so then over the over a week or however many the series is, normally you see the winner. Um, that's how it's been in the in the Olympics or the America's Cup stuff. But yeah, the way the SailGP is, they've you know the rules have been set from the start, right from season one. That um, the the final the season comes down to one race at the end. Um, so it's going to come down to you know key moments in that race, one moment or or a, f- a few moments in that race, and um, you know that's the sort of things we've been talking about um, as a team heading in. But like I said at the start as well. Um, you have to get to that stage of the weekend. So the, the first focus is really on actually making a final. And then we've got some, um, I guess, some structures in place to be able to switch into into that mentality of just one race for the season. So so just on that, Blair, you know, because it's a, it's, a, it's a shootout, as you said, when you head over there, are you, are you getting in the water with some, some uh, I guess, some energy and some um, mental preparation left in reserve for the final? Are you going to go just straight into that? That first day on Saturday, and um, and just try and take out the, the as many races as you can, and just make sure that you're in that final. What's what's the strategy? Yeah, probably we got yeah. To, you got to be in to win, so you got to yeah, definitely trying to race well on the Saturday and the first couple of races on the Sunday. Um, you know, both from a if we do that, then we leave things in our control with that little bit of a points buffer we have over third and fourth. It means that you know if we're essentially in the top five, then we that's in our control. Um, anything outside of that, then it starts getting into math territory, which is not what we want to do. Um, but yeah, and I, I think the other important factor is that we want to be racing well heading into the into the final. That'll give us confidence, um, and if we do make it to that final race, which is what the aim is. So I think that's probably the mo- the more important one is to be racing well, so you you're set up nicely for for that one final race. It has been a little while since those uh, that amazing day down here at, um, over at Littleton. So, and I know you guys have spent a lot of time with your America's Cup, your Team New Zealand gig. Um, just without getting super technical, for the athletes that are crossover between the America's Cup gig and the F50s of the um, Sail GP, is there anything that you'll need to recalibrate yourselves with, or is when you're talking foiling at this sort of level, you're specific job and uh, Pete's specific job it's all similar enough that it doesn't take you that long to recalibrate oh no it, it certainly um, 
you know, the F fifties, the F fifteen, it is that's the only one like that and um it's the only chance we really have to have all six of us uh, on the boat at the same time. So we're lucky that uh three or four of us are on the boat or even some you know, up to five five of us are on the boat at Team New Zealand. Um so that that does help but it's quite a different environment and this between these two SailGP events we've been as people would have seen been on Tudehu Tai the the uh, big boat. So um you know that is that is a little bit different than the F fifties. So there's there's definitely positive for us just being sailing. You'd, you'd much rather be out there sailing. Um, you know the speeds go, the speeds of the boats are quite similar. So where you're looking for the wind, um, all those sort of things are uh, are the same. So that that is good. Um, but we yeah I think we've worked really hard as a team over this year. Um, you know the t- training time. F- SailGP has always been um, restricted um, so we've had to get some things in place to try and learn as much as you can in between events um, you know uh, as a team looking through the data or um, really diving deep into how we operate as a team to, and that's really where the, the gains are because you need to come out on the Friday um, train well in the, in the practice and then um, and then you're straight into it. Hey Blair essentially it's your, your grand final but what um, do you guys have a theme like that you take into this week? And and what about um, motivation? Like, do you have guest speakers come in or John O'Riddler? You go to yeah, like <laughs> yeah. You know, is there a John O or is there somebody that you guys have coming in or have had coming over the last week or on the weekend when you're over there to uh, just to, to 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 pump up that motivation and around the theme that you're taking into that that um, grand final. Yeah, no, I think um, yeah, John is certainly motivation um, enough. What he's taking on, um, the whole team's right behind that. But no, I, I think we don't have uh, specific themes we we take in um, or uh, or guest speakers as such. But we're we're pretty lucky. We have got a, a tight knit crew that have, you know we've been through a lot of these um, environments before. Big. Um, you know whether it's been at the Olympic Games or the America's Cup. Uh, so we we really look forward to these weekends. I think we're um, trying to embrace that added pressure and all that added noise around um, what's going to you know happen over in San Francisco on Saturday and Sunday. I think that that excites us. And um, yeah, I, we've just spoke. We've spoken more within the group, and everyone knows their roles and and what they need to do to, to in order for us as a team to to be the best we can on, on Sunday afternoon. So, um, yeah, it's, it's pretty exciting place to be in team team's good. And, you know, haven't really felt this buzz around the whole group for, for a long time. So it's awesome. Oh, well, good luck, mate. Like we've absolutely loved getting into it at SENZ. We really enjoyed it. Uh, we know our listeners, um, they appreciate it as well. Like week in, week out or month in, month out sailing at this level to follow has been really exciting. And just a heads up, Nat has, um, already signed either you or Pete up for an interview on Tuesday morning, 7am, which is Monday midday San Fran time. So just bear that in mind if things go really well, all right? <laughs> yeah, I'll try to. It'll be top of mind. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Outstanding player, Duke. Uh, he's a champion, co-CEO with, uh, of course, Pete at SailGP, Kiwi team. All the best, man. Yeah, thank you very much. There you go. He's a champion, Kempi, and uh, those those guys will they'll celebrate well. Uh, either way, because it's been a massive season, and they've this is really the first season where they have consistently been able to perform. It's it was actually hard going. We kind of forget that in season 
two when they got involved is actually pretty hard going for them and, and they really have had to learn the boat, learn the team competition, learn the limited practice time. So we should be really proud of their efforts this year, whatever happens in Saffron. Oh, mate, it's in second at the moment and uh, I'll just talk out of that that they'll be racing to make sure that they get through to that, that shootout um, at the back end of their trip up to San Fran and look, I think they're in with a dead set chance. I know the Aussies are, are hot favourites. They're, they're sailing their boat really, really well. Um, and got Ainsley, of course, in the GBR and, and, the, and the French, when they came over here down at Littleton, they sailed really well as well. So there's a, there's a chance that um, things won't go their way, but I just think they've got too much talent on their boat. Um, and but I'm 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 converted. I, I love Sail GP. I think the whole event, the people that are around it uh, for our New Zealand boat, were some of the best people I've ever met, and so hospitable. I uh, can't wait for them to come back to New Zealand. Yeah, totally, Kempe. And it was so much fun down here, Littleton again next year. Uh, ooh, actually, uh, well, Auckland. Um, I heard it was Auckland it, with the finish yeah. line directly underneath the Harbour Bridge. Which would be That's fantastic. Right. That is right. So here's the scenario, just so everybody knows. New Zealand will hopefully join Australia in the grand final. The Australians are the only team that are booked to place in the grand final. We just need to finish um, fifth or better in the San Fran fleet racing competition to absolutely make sure we get in. There's a chance that both France, uh, both France and Great Britain could dislodge us, but we would have to finish sixth and one of them would have to win. So mathematically, and I know the team won't want to get bogged into that, we're looking pretty good, but they still have to sail well, and that's all they need to know. They need to sail well, they need to try and win, and then from there what happens, happens. That's what's going on in uh, San Francisco this weekend, and you can watch it as well, remember. Uh, I think it's the time zone's fantastic. It is going to be about 9 o'clock Sunday, Monday, so bang, right in the middle of your kind of mid-morning, it's going to be a great time to get involved. So enjoy that. And we will 100% be backing Blair Chook and the team and John O'Riddler as well with Live Ocean. 22 minutes past seven. Kempe's going to go off the back fence in just a wee bit. Here with Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragments.